It's Thursday, April 23, 2020. The world is suddenly learning what can happen if humans stop polluting the environment. Coronavirus shutdown has drastically cut pollution and emissions around the world. World's oceans hit record high temperatures, plus... All of these things that we took for granted as unchangeable have been proven to be quite changeable in just the time span of a few months. COVID-19 is redefining what's possible in climate action. All of those possibilities and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Oil prices sank to historic lows, at one point reaching negative $40 a barrel. Negative 40 bucks. Now to save their profits, Texas oil fields are immediately switching over to drilling for toilet paper. (laughs) Good call. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, this is weird. This is an unusual moment. We could be looking at the end of fracking for oil? Yes, the sustained crash in oil prices in the United States could very well mean the death knell for the entire U.S. oil shale drilling industry. Sad. That's because demand is unlikely to recover anytime soon. Now, President Trump this week promised to use taxpayer funds to bail out U.S. drillers that have been hit hard by coronavirus shutdowns that have crushed demand for their product and their own risky business decisions. Isn't that um, socialism? Yes, it is. Bloomberg News reports that some in the industry fear a bailout of the profitable fossil fuel industry could spark a backlash among voters during an election year. Well, we'd hate to see that. Meanwhile, global warming, which is caused by burning fossil fuels, is accelerating. How can it be accelerating if we're not burning as much fossil fuel anymore? Because we still burned plenty historically, so all that carbon dioxide is still there. Oh. On Wednesday, the 50th annual Earth Day, NOAA announced that 2020 is on track to be the planet's hottest year on record globally since record-keeping began in 1880, beating out 2016 for the top spot. Now, if that projection holds, it will be a remarkable and disturbing milestone because there is no El Nino in the Pacific Ocean to boost global temperatures. So normally we see these type of years when there is an El Nino that makes it warmer no matter what. And now there is none, and it's still hot? Yes. Great. Part of that is due to the world's oceans, which are now also the warmest ever recorded, with parts of the Atlantic, Pacific, and Indian Oceans all hitting record warm temperatures last month. Forecasters warn that all that extra heat energy likely will fuel a higher risk of extreme weather, hurricanes, wildfires, and floods. You know, we're kind of in the middle of a global pandemic here. Don't you have any better news for us? Well, coronavirus shutdowns are having a direct effect on reducing the greenhouse gas emissions that cause man-made global warming. So there's that. The World Meteorological Organization estimated this week that the pandemic will drive down carbon dioxide emissions by about 6% this year. That is the biggest annual drop since World War II. So there you go. There's some good news for you. And people are getting a window into how quickly the world gets cleaner when humans stop polluting so much. Levels of deadly toxic smog have now dropped 60% in major cities around the world. Thanks to smog-free skies, Germany was able to set a new record for solar power generation this month. And in Los Angeles... We saw that L.A. 
had some of the cleanest air quality in the world. What? That's the CEO of a company that monitors air quality. They declared that this week in Los Angeles, where an estimated 80% of cars are off the roads, a city infamous for its traffic and pollution (laughs) now has the cleanest air of any major city in the world. Wait a minute. The cleanest air of any major city in the world here in Los Angeles? That's what she said. That's kind of amazing. Annual greenhouse gas emissions are also almost certain to shrink this year as well. When economic activity resumes, of course, pollution and emissions will surge again. But Stanford environmental scientist Rob Jackson tells CBS News we can learn from this experience. If we drive less, it will save time and and make things healthier. It doesn't have to be shelter in home or clean air. It can be clean air every day. As the world marked the 50th anniversary of Earth Day this week, calls are growing for governments to focus on coronavirus economic recovery packages that also target climate action and resilience at the same time. On MSNBC, journalist David Wallace-Wells noted that the world's stunningly quick reaction to the coronavirus emergency shows that such deep shifts are indeed possible when we want to. We need to take that expanded horizon and apply it to climate change because we need many more things to happen than are enclosed within our existing sense of what's possible. We need to expand that horizon on climate as aggressively as we have with COVID-19. Well, I guess if our choices are between deep shifts and any other choices... I'll take them. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. See you there. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. On that clear day, you will see for